everything you need for a brand new day. Cliffo and Kate for breakfast. Jeez, I know who's filling in if you ever have to be away. (laughs) Nana Kerry. For any reason. Nana So Kerry is Kate's mum. Kate and Kerry, I bloody love it. See, the name even works. It does. Cliffo and Kerry, it works. (laughs) Um, And we got her on because she went to the first Pink Summer Carnival concert in Sydney on the weekend. And I'll tell you what, you're a chip off the old block because she gave us one of the most fantastic rundowns of anything we've had on the show, probably in its history. She certainly did. It was great. There was babies and rain and all sorts of things. Uh, We also had Elliot Lovejoy from Triple M's Rush Hour on the show this morning talking all things Super Bowl and Taylor Swift. And hear him get a little bit of sick in his mouth when we talk about the halftime show with Usher. He is not a fan and he lets loose. He sure does. Coming up (laughs) on the Cliff Farm Cape podcast. landed in Australia and she played her first summer carnival concert on Friday night in Sydney and I've got a lady on the phone who was there. It happens to be my mum, Kerry Robinson, also known as Nana Cares. Hi mum. Hello darling, how are you? I'm good. Hey mum, now she's obviously coming to Townsville. You and I are going to see her together. So uh, 40 days. 40 days. For, across 40 the weekend we hit days. the 40 day countdown mark. Okay, now don't spoil it for me but How was it? Look, she was awesome, as she always is. I think it was one of my first concerts that you took me to when she was here so many years ago, you know, 10, 12 years ago, and I love her so much. And I just can't wait to see her again, even up here. I was in the pouring rain. It was pouring rain in Sydney, but she was – she was, she's witty, she was great, she sang every song. I took a girlfriend who had never seen Pink in concert. I don't think she had her mouth closed or not. Oh, really? Wow. Okay, so the big news, Carrie, and I, I'm not hearing this from you, but this, like, broke news across the weekend. Um, not much would interrupt a Pink concert, you'd imagine, but a woman going into labour did Absolutely. just that. A woman had a baby, like, mid well, went into labour. Don't know if it popped out there at the stadium. But did like, were you anywhere near that? Did you see it? Did Pink draw attention to it? Clippo, I was in the mosh pit. I was in the front. Mum wasn't in the cheap seats. Wow. And she was, wow. she would have been 15 metres to my left. Well, she was um, right there. She was in the mosh pit. What made me laugh, because last time Kate and I saw Pink, Kate was eight months pregnant. I was. Wow. Yeah, I gave with birth. Bo I think I, With Bo, <laughs> right. I gave birth about 10 days later after Pink. So what did she, did she stop the concert and say, oh, my gosh, there's Absolutely. a woman? Yeah. She said, you know, the, 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 um, the arms were going up and waving. And she was, Pink was hilarious because she's saying, oh, my goodness, it's a baby. It's a baby. She's having a baby. And then she went, and was, she was so funny. She Kate, what's it like knowing you have a mum that's much cooler than you? Uh, I've known that for 41 years. <laughs> mum, mum's a massive pink fan. As I said, I introduced her a little while ago and mum wasn't like up the back, you know, watching pink. She was... Wow. In the mosh pit. Did you have a rain jacket or something as well, Mum, to keep the rain off you? I, I did. I took my rain jacket because, as you know, I just come out of hospital from having pneumonia. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I just took my rain jacket and uh, so did a lot of people. 
But yeah. you know, who cared? Who cared that it was raining? You know, people were just standing there. I love it because there's me, you know, nearly 70. Then I look across to my right and there's a man with his with his eight-year-old daughter. Yeah. She's on his shoulders. She's grooving. Her arms are going, you know, um, the age difference. And that's what pink gives. Yeah. She's an all-round, everybody loves pink because she's got this beautiful soul. You know, Jamison came out because um, someone gave gave pink some lollies and, and she said, Jamison loves lollies. So she brings Jamison out and he, you know, all, looks, you know, all well-dressed and all that and, and has a lolly. And then Willow comes out and wow. sings with pink and just uh, whole family affair. Carrie, yeah, we could let you talk all day. In fact, she we can. have a need to replace Kate. I think you're the one. Uh, but we do That's have to wrap up 40 days until pink uh, is in Townsville. Kate's mum there on Friday night, witnessing birth and all. Um, Kate's mum, Carrie, great to have you on the show. Big love. Okay. Love you. Love you all. Great show. Ciao. I can't. Nana cares. <laughs> We've got to get her more often. Triple M's pressure test. Pressure Ten test questions. is back tomorrow, Tuesday, the 13th. And a grand in the hand. Uh, we play it on Triple M and the listener app, Kate. Yeah, we're going to give you question number one again. The question is, how many Oscars does Leonardo DiCaprio have? One. I remember because it was a thing. Like, it took him forever to win one, and he finally won one for a pretty average film, I thought, called The Revenant. You would be correct, Greg Clifton. Yeah. Leo has only won one Oscar. Remember that thing? It was just like, is it, it going to be his year? Is it going to be his year? It was he, never he, his year. I think he missed out like five or yeah. six or seven times. It was a, a it was lot. a huge amount of times, but he finally got one in the bag. So that's easy to remember. One is your answer for question one for tomorrow's pressure test on Triple M. Queensland. Yippee! This is becoming quite the popular segment amongst listeners as well. So you guys have been in touch with me, even on the streets, on the roads. I've been hearing about this Who Am I NQ and that I'm not so good at it. But I did get one away last week. Finally. Finally. So the score is Cliffo 2, Kate 1. Mm. Rebecca? I like how much you get into this as well. You were just like, I've got to stand up for this. I've got to stand up. I do. I feel I am a competitive person. I do not like losing. But I do fa- feel that Cliffo does have an, a bit of an advantage when it comes to this segment because you have I'm been... Because I'm smarter than you, you are. <laughs> you have been in NQ longer than I have, Cliffo. What are we? It's seven I'm... years versus about 17. Yeah, so seven... I do have a good got a yeah. years on you. All right. All right, hit it. It's not an excuse, three though. Three buzzing with, with your name after the clues if you think you know what it is. Okay. First one. I live in the Girigan National Park. My formation can be traced back nearly 50 million years. I'm a popular tourist destination in Ingham. Kate. Kate? Am I Wallaman Falls? You are. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh. Oh, oh, I'm I, yeah. I was waiting for the ding ding or the applause or yeah, something. You notice I'm, if, I get, if I get one right, like oh, I'm right on you're the ding. straight in there. If Kate That's gets one right, I'm dead silence. I, I had to think if I had a protest in me or not. <laughs> Fair and square. One point up, Thank you. Bring on number two. Okay. Established in 1870, I'm a significant site for both the military and local Indigenous peoples. I am located in one of Townsville's most popular coastal suburbs. Mm. 
People visit me every day for a walk through Townsville history with a view. Cliffo. Cliffo? Chazine Barracks. Is correct. Oh, oh I didn't know if I was going to go real, like, in there and say kissing point. Like, yeah, I would have taken either for that one. Chazine Barracks, but okay. Yes. I was about one second behind you. Oh. Okay. Yeah, of course she says that with the benefit of hindsight. Of <laughs> course she was about to get it right. All. Oh, my gosh. Right, okay. Tiebreaker. Got to get your head in the game. Head in the game. Built in 1993, I'm at the centre of Townsville's events and entertainment hub. I can see 5,200... Kate. Kate? Is it the Townsville Entertainment and Convention Centre? Yes, it is! really fast during this segment. Clifford, does yours? Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so where are we? We're two point, like two games We're each. Even. Two, games two each. matches each now. And I will say, like hand on heart, not yeah. a word of a lie, I swear, just as you buzzed in, I was about to buzz in. <laughs> well, too, I was. <laughs> the day of romance. It is Valentine's Day, but not everyone's feeling romantic. Alan Pike from Seabar, thanks for joining us this morning. You're welcome. Thanks very much for having me. You guys have had a bit of a fork in the Valentine's Day road on Wednesday. Can you tell us what's happened, Alan? Yeah, certainly no love for us, that's for sure. Um, (laughs) So Ergon uh, decided that they were going to do what they called a critical outage uh, and shut down Gregory Street and the headlands on Valentine's Day to fix up one of their transformers or part of their system. Um, we still haven't had formal notification as of on Friday, and neither has a couple, Seaview and a few of the, cross, uh, few of the other guys across the road. But the planned outage is still going ahead, and uh, all of us on Gregory Street and the headlands will be shut for breakfast and lunch on uh, Wednesday. Now, Alan, the, the reason you're spewing is because they've chosen Valentine's Day of all days. Um, you're a reasonable guy, so I'm sure, you know, you'd, you'd understand as good as anyone. Like, they have to do this, mate, at some, at some times. But I guess your question is, why, guys, why, like, you know, struggling to get people into businesses and that after Kira Lee, why do it on, on Valentine's Day? That's exactly what I've been asking them. Every single time I talk to them, I've been phoning them up, I've been talking to their area manager and saying, well, we're not opposed to having these things. We know they've got to happen to secure us, you know, long-term power and so on and so on. But, you know, you've got all the other days through February or whatever that we don't have anything else on. Valentine's Day mm-hmm. is the most important day to us and to the, to the community. Yeah. So why do it on this day? Can't you do it the day after, the day before, next week, whatever? But they're just not coming to the party with it. So the the chats that you've been having with them, Alan, is there any talk that they can like move it backwards or forwards or anything like that, or are they standing pretty firm in regards to it has to happen on this day? Uh, that's a good question. I've heard from a couple of different people within the same organisation that said that these things get moved all the time. Um, yeah. But uh, according to these guys here now with the people that are doing it, they're, they're not going to move it at all. They're definitely shutting everybody down on Valentine's Day. Mate, it's a tough story. We saw it in the bulletin today and straight up I was like, you know, I've met you before, Alan, and um, I've met Jason over at the Sea View, and it just sucks that you guys, you're small business owners, you know, to get a kick in the guts like that when you're just trying to rebuild, um, it sucks, mate. So I hope hope they come to the party late, like uh, it's going to be late, it's going to be today or tomorrow, Um, but um, good luck, mate, and, you know, I hope it gets resolved. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks for having us. Appreciate taking the time. 
quickly, Flo, a bit of basketball news. You know I love my sport. Our Aussie basketballers, the Opals, they have booked their place in the Paris Olympics this year after blowing away Germany 85-52. to 52. They won two, both of their games in the Olympic qualifiers that have just been happening in Brazil. 85-52. Three things in life that are certain. Death, taxes, and the Opals in the Olympic Games. The Opals are headed to Paris in 2024. I like that commentator. Very so exciting, isn't it? Three things are certain. In like Death, taxes, and the Opals. And the opals. <laughs> I like that guy. It was great news for our girls, but there was a little bit of big news that came off the back of this win, and that is that 42-year-old Lauren Jackson has announced that she's going to be retiring. Mm. Now, this is huge news. She obviously made the Olympic qualifiers. She's not going to be going to Paris with the girls. When mm. I read this news, I was a little bit sad. I was like, what do you mean? Mm. You've just you've just got us all through and you've helped sort of get the girls to these Olympic qualifiers and you're not going to do it. And then part of me went, you bloody legend. Just Lauren Jackson too. Yes. One of those athletes, like I can hardly remember WNBL women's basketball in this country. Correct. Without, it just feels like she has, like like the Jonathan Thurston effect. Seemed like he played for the Cowboys forever. Seems like Lauren Jackson has been like the top of that sport for, for so long and such a good ambassador. A massive ambassador. I think when you think of Opals or when you think of basketball, Lauren Jackson is just one of these people that comes to mind. You know, she's, I think I was having a look at how many Olympic, um, Olympics she's been to. I think this would have been her fifth Olympics. Don't quote me on that, but that's massive from a sport, from a sports person to Mm. even go to one Olympics is absolutely huge. And look, I'm sad that she's not going to be there, but I'm kind of. Well, I mean, I wonder if she went into that knowing that, like, no, I'm done. If I get the girls through here, then then mm. I'm just going to call it. And kudos to her. There is plenty of young talent in this Opal te- Opals team. We've obviously got our very own Sammy Whitcomb and Steph, Steph Reed, Reed. Yeah, in, in there as well. So both of our Townsville Fire girls are, are over there. They'll be on their way back, and they're due to play this Sunday. So no rest for the wicked. Yeah. The girls have got to back it up. It, it's kind of funny because, you know, you know this, Kate. We've been talking about this off the air, but we've been doing Cliff on Kate back to school, yeah. and every one we We've done so far. We've had some of the Townsville Fire players there. And I've been texting Steph Reed to get some dirt on the girls, <laughs> and she never disappoints. However, she missed my message on Thursday of this week. Turns out she was a little preoccupied, and she actually <laughs> messaged me back late yesterday. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I forgot to give you that dirt or whatever. I was like, Steph, you've been you've been qualifying for the Olympics. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's triple and breakfast.